This episode of the Weekly Regular is brought to you by Baby Tube. Baby Tube. Have you ever taken a bunch of cute videos of your baby and were, and was like, man, I really want to post this on a platform for everyone to see, but I don't want them to be able to see a video of my kid and then play like jihad is training videos right after that that's honestly my number one concern yeah and it, and it should be yeah well now now there's a new app by the people who brought you by the makers of the cash app cash app yeah they're they're venturing out man they're a multimedia uh conglomerate wow uh the people at cash app are, have brought have brought to you a new app called baby tube where you can post videos and pictures of your infant with other parents uh, without having to expose your baby to the entire world. Wow, that's uh, that sounds great. So it's ex- it's exclusively baby videos? Exclusively baby videos and also people named baby are allowed to are allowed oh, to be so posted. Oh, so like there's lots of Kenneth Babyface Edmonds. There's a lot of Kenny baby, Babyface Edmonds videos, there's a lot of Birdman videos. Um, Birdman, the the rapper and uh, and um, hip hop mogul, not uh, not the movie starring Michael Keaton. Uh, Michael Keaton. That's not, what, not, I was not, confused. <laughs> yeah, well, I think if if we're if we're playing by the rules here, I think Michael Keaton by proxy does is able to post because if Birdman, who's also known as Baby, can post, then by the transitive property, Michael Keaton, who is known as as Birdman, should also be known as Baby. <laughs> And can post oh, on baby tube. Okay, yeah. so it's like exclusively videos of babies or like a six degrees of separation to the name right, baby. Right. So it, like anyone interesting. In, anyone who's like speaks like uh, an Italian stereotype from like the seventies from New York can post. They're like baby oh. like those guys. <laughs> oh, okay. because uh, I mean it's the scope is broadening, and I guess I'm getting less comfortable there's, with this. There's idea. lots of clips from uh, 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 Austin Powers on on there. Yeah, yeah, that's not like super baby appropriate. Well, but he says baby like every other scene, so like all those clips are on there. So like three, two thirds of each uh, Austin Powers movie is on there. Gotcha. Baby, oh. the movie Baby Driver is on there. This is sounding just a lot like YouTube at this point. Yeah, except only for baby infant and baby related stuff, and and six degrees separated mm-hmm. therein. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could say the same thing about YouTube. I think. No, I don't think you can because it's that and more. This is just that and that. Okay. Uh, I mean, is it is it free to use? Is it is it ad supported? How does this all look, man? If you're not a fan of exclusivity, I mean, I get it. No, it's not that I'm not a fan. I just don't understand. It just sounds a lot like YouTube. Like they've they've broadened what it's supposed to be. No, it's it's definitely way better than that. But there it is different. It is also different from YouTube in that it's a monthly subscription. As oh, are most okay. of our so it's a, our advertisers. It's yeah. a monthly subscription. Yeah. Okay. So twenty nine ninety nine a month. Twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. To but, watch baby videos and some Austin Powers clips. Yeah. And a lot of and the movie Baby Driver. And the movie Baby Driver. Yeah. Wow. Uh, are you not a fan of the movie Baby Driver? No. Do you not like Edgar Wright films? It's fine. I just, if I'm going to go to BabyTube, I feel like I'm expecting videos of did babies. You, did you cheer and celebrate when Edgar Wright was booted off of Ant-Man? Were you like, uh, yes, screw that guy. <laughs> uh, it's just, I don't know. It uh, This is spiraling out of control. Is that why your Twitter Twitter handle is more like Edgar Wrong? 
Hey, my issues with the movie Ant-Man have nothing to do with our sponsor, okay? All right, let's just hope that you can keep business and, and pleasure, or lack thereof, separate, man. Okay, can we just, let's just hurry up to the sponsor. I don't want to talk about Ant-Man anymore. All right, anymore. well, if you go to um, babytube.com um, slash weekly regular, you can enter the promo code, uh, more like Mr. Wrong. And you will get uh, Wait, the did first. You, did you tell them that? Because I, did. I didn't tell them. I that. I told them that <sighs> to spite you, because I'm a huge Edgar Wright fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My Twitter handle is on the Edgar Wright side of history. So enter your promo code weekly regular. Get the first two months <laughs> off your subscription of BabyTube. Let's get into the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan. And my name is Brandon. What up, Brandon? How you doing, Asan? I'm good, man. How was your week? Did you have a good week? Uh, I did. I had a, uh, mostly a good week. It's opening opening day of baseball. Opening day of baseball. Here in sunny California. Yep. I mean, I guess across all of these gl- glorious... These here United States. These glorious <laughs> United, United States of America. Yeah. Is, does that excite you? Are you a baseball guy? I used to be a baseball guy. What does that mean? Uh, when I was in like middle school and then I guess a little in high school, I was a Seattle Mariners fan. <laughs> so when they got rid of your team, you're just like, man. Hey, they still exist. Oh, do they? Yeah. You're thinking of the Supersonics, which I'm still <laughs> oh. a Supersonics fan. Isn't there a team called like the Marlins or something like that that like doesn't exist anymore or they like I, moved or something? I don't know. Well, is it Maybe I'm thinking of the Marlins or the Seattle Mariners. Is that what you're No, team? Seattle Mariners. Yeah. The Florida Marlins. Florida Marlins, Marlins don't exist anymore, huh? I don't know. I don't think I don't know anything about sports anymore. Okay, so you're not a baseball guy anymore. Opening day means nothing to you. Uh, Pretty much. I know your your brother's a big Dodgers fan. He is. It's cool. He never let go of the uh, the baseball stuff. When we was he a good baseball player? Uh, I don't really remember. I think he did baseball. He was fine. You don't remember? Where were you? You're older than him. I know, but I'm seven years older than him. So so you don't. I was in care. You don't really care about him. I had to study for stuff. And then, and then I left the house, and then, like, so middle school and high school, I wasn't in the house. You left you, you left the house? Because I, I went to college, yeah. In middle school? No, when he was in oh, middle school. Oh, when he was in middle I'm school. I thought, you were, I thought this was, like, a weird smart guy situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then I... Uh, <laughs> is, your, <laughs> is your actual last name Maori? <laughs> it is, yeah. Brandon Shaw Maori. Shaw's my middle name. <laughs> gotcha. So, yeah. Um, Taj Maori. Taj Maori. You know, he went to uh, high school uh, up in the San Bernardino Mountains. I at, do, because you have told me school. that. Yeah. yeah. He played football up there. Yeah. Taj Maori. Did T and Tamara go up there, too? Um, I don't think so. I don't think they ever went to like high school proper, because they were like they famous were during sister, their sister. high school years. Yeah. yeah. So they probably were like, did that weird like Hollywood homeschool thing. Wait, you said he went to high school up there. Yeah. So did he do smart guy? And then he was like... Hey, BRB, I'm going to go to high school. <laughs> high, school didn't, up in the mountains. high school didn't need a Taj Maori type once he <laughs> did, grew a mustache. <laughs> yeah, he was he was good for one thing, and they were like, nah. Ah, we're good. Yeah, he hasn't really done anything. He's like that, that third Will Smith child that no one ever talks about. Oh. Trey. The, yeah, the one that uh, just the two of us is about. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That people, uh, contrary to popular belief, that is not Jaden Smith in that video. <laughs> Jaden Smith was not born yet. <laughs> I feel like it's got to be uh, a weird thing to be Will Smith's older son mm-hmm. because he was actually a good football player too. But oh, really? Yeah. And he actually went to, 
he went to high school locally here uh, in Why do LA you know where all these celebrities <laughs> where, went to high school? Where C-list celebrities <laughs> went to high school? That's my thing. Yeah, Will uh, Smith's son and Taj Mowry. Yeah, I work for C-list TMZ, so I drive around LA trying to get pictures of like Jason Lee and like <laughs> <laughs> I, I drive around the LA area looking to get pictures of like yeah those types of people. Oh, okay, that mm-hmm. makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, your wealth of knowledge of the status of CELA celebrities. But yeah, so my, my friend Charlie went to San Marino High School, mm-hmm. and while he was in high school there, um, they that school hosted like a football camp, like a, a week-long football camp thing, and, Char- and the, some of the players from the, the high school were helping out with the camp, and Charlie was there, and Will Smith's son, Trey, went to that football camp, and so Will Smith came to the camp and was standing on the sidelines. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and he said what's up to them, was like, what's up, guys? And they were like, you're Will Smith. And he was like, yeah. Ha ha. Ha ha. That's what he said. But this was like in 2006 or seven, something like okay. that. So. Wow. Yeah. Will the storied Smith. history of Sela Celebrity High School experience. Yeah, man. Uh, so what, what did you, all that to say, it's opening day. It's a beautiful spring day outside. First day of spring was a couple days ago or something like that. Yep, I don't really we are keep track. In spring. Yeah, I don't really keep track. Yeah, you didn't see it on my moon calendar. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, uh, it's there. The full moon there on uh, the the twentieth. Yeah, twenty first. Is that what your is that what your tattoo means that yeah. says I'm a lunatic? Lu- Luna. I was wondering why yeah. Luna was all caps. Yeah. That's interesting. So, like, do you live your life by moon cycles? I do. Yes. So yeah. what is so like? Wh- what what happens at different stages of the moon? Like, so when it's a full moon, what happens? When it's a full moon, um, that's when I'm hairiest. Uh-huh. I let my beard go all the way out. I pick it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you and, often wake up in fields covered in blood that's not your own, unsure. Yeah. What, what happened the night before? Yeah. Honestly, full moons, my memory just kind of... Uh, I find myself right. in situations I don't know how I got there. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Very Is, often. Do you, do you feel like sometimes do you get like the uh, the tingling feeling in the back of your neck that like you're being followed by like maybe a gentleman wearing a long coat, maybe a hat, maybe a cross around his neck. Yeah, specifically around full moons, I yeah. start to have that phobia. Maybe he has a crossbow, maybe. Yeah. Honestly, the rest of the month is fine. Okay. Um, and it's just it's just normal me, but full moons specifically, I get real anxious, I get real itchy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I looking over my shoulder, I wake up in random places and I just I I just have this primal urge to you know shout or like yell or almost like a, a howl maybe yeah yeah you sound depressed i'm gonna get you a therapist that that would be great actually yeah i'm sure actually all those symptoms can be used to get uh prescription weed so you could do that too <laughs> i think you just described like six of the 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 <laughs> prescription worthy illnesses of, you're the, just missing like night blindness and like <laughs> the guy at the like gout <laughs> the guy at the like green doctor at venice beach is like yep checks out here you go here's a prescription checks out <laughs> and he's like uh oh, just give this to the nurse on your way out and it's like a chimpanzee with like a like a like a like a, like a 1940s like nurse's outfit on you're like well this is a wacky doctor's office um but anyway so what'd you do this week brandon uh, um, I got m- maybe food poisoning. Oh, what does that week? mean? 
Um, unrelated to the full moon stuff. <laughs> because if you've had food poisoning, you know when you have food okay, poisoning. Okay, so that's what everyone says. It's yeah. like, if you've had food poisoning, or if it's food poisoning, you know. Unless you have, like, some kind of weird digestive cancer, which could be. <laughs> which it could it's be that. either food poisoning or, or digestive, digestive cancer. cancer. <laughs> that's the spectrum we're working on right now. Um, so let's, let's find out which one you had. That'd be really fun. Well. I think it just comes down to blood. <laughs> <laughs> like is there blood in the stool or not <laughs> if there is food poisoning <laughs> yeah still could be food poisoning so or or maybe it was like you got food poisoning from like a bad beet salad why has it got to be beets because beets make your poop red oh i thought that was a jab at the food that i eat you're like, oh, you probably eat beets. <laughs> I mean, you do. I don't eat beets. Uh, well, if Very you did, often. if you did eat beets, you would know that it turns your poop red. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, sounds like you're the beet eater. I'm the yeah. I eat the ones. Never mind. I was gonna make a really bad beets by Dre joke, <laughs> and it's just not worth it anymore. Um, so I guess I'm. I don't know that it was food poisoning, which I guess tells me that it wasn't, or. If you have had food poisoning right now, what were the like, symptoms? Uh, I felt terrible. I felt like I was hit by a bus. Okay, but that's kind of your general day to day. I mean, what was like? It was a full moon, so <laughs> yeah. So what was what were the other symptoms? I uh, had a little bit of the poopies. Yeah, that doesn't sound like food poisoning because food I, poisoning is like literally like it's like fire hose. I, I'm sh- I'm sugarcoating it. Uh, it was don't uh, sugarcoat it, man. <laughs> Just for, for the sake of the listener. The Queen of England isn't listening. Uh, that's true. Uh, so what happened? Uh, was, it a fire, I, was it fire hose status? It, all of my insides wanted to be on the outside. Okay. Um, I wanted to throw up. I didn't quite throw up. Okay. But I was very close. Uh, and my whole body ached and I was... I guess I wasn't sweating, but I just... Ugh. And yeah, it I could felt have been like stomach a, flu. Yeah, it was probably stomach flu or something like that. But then I read that there's an avocado recall. Yeah, don't eat avocados. Well, I so I eat a ton of avocados. Don't eat I avocados. I have at least an avocado every single day. That's No, don't do it. They're not worth it. And so I was thinking, like, it might be avocado poisoning. But then I looked that up, and that also looks I hope out of spite, way more extreme. I hope out of spite for you that it's, it is avocado poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> so that you don't get to enjoy avocados. It's funny, the day before this all happened, Tyson chicken like released mike tyson a, mike tyson chicken uh-huh. released a mike tyson chicken <laughs> chicken uh, nuggets they have a recall of their chicken nuggets because there might be metal in them and because i don't eat oh there's meat, probably for sure metal in them <laughs> like <laughs> recall or not there's metal in those <laughs> they're made in a factory like we know how factories work we've known how factories have worked since 1900 that's i mean that's i feel like that's the give and take that you that's like the pill you swallow when you when you eat food that's prepared in a factory, and I'm okay with that. A, a metal shard pill, <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> an aluminum pill. I mean, that, I feel like that's the it's the give and take, you know. Some, sure, sometimes little, you're gonna get some metal, metal in metal. there. There's a little there's some there's a lot of bugs in our peanut butter, but we eat that. I don't eat peanut butter. Why? Because Faith's allergic. Oh, that's right. Or it's in almond butter. Any any kind of processed like grain or nut turned into like some kind of butter. There's hundreds of bugs in each jar. Because is that, that is that a how, true fact? That's you, true. Are you assuming? You can Google it. It's true. Because uh. like in the way that it's processed, I mean, it's like these factories are these giant cavernous things put right next to grain farms. Like 
You don't think there's crickets and flies and gnats getting into everything? It is funny because... They're just reduced down to and are part of the mixture. Because my wife is deathly allergic to peanuts, uh, we do have to monitor like all of the food packaging and see... Uh-huh. like Because sometimes it'll say may contain peanuts yeah. or like processed on similar equipment. Mm-hmm. I think may contain is funny because they're like, Honestly, we don't know. There's a lot of stuff flying around in the factory. <laughs> yeah, We're man. A hundred percent certain yeah. that this is just no no. There's like four factories in the United States. <laughs> uh, and they yeah. make everything. You know what I mean? Like in 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 industrial industry, that's what the word I was looking for. Industry has been on the decline in the United States for like two hundred years. There's not have you noticed that there's not a factory on every corner? There's like six factories and they make cars they make the hondas and toyotas and then they make cheetos right there <laughs> the same machine it's the same factory so yeah <clears throat> um so so i was all smug at the fact that there was a tyson chicken recall okay and i was like ha meat eaters and then the next day i felt like i wanted to die and then i read about the avocado betrayed recall. by your, your precious avocados <laughs> yeah you know they don't taste like anything right they Taste. There's the cauliflower of oh, what is an avocado? Okay. Is it a vegetable? Oh, uh, I think it's a fruit, technically. Is it? So avocados yeah. are the cauliflower of fruit. Yeah. No, Lame. but no. I just dis- you don't like avocado? No, not by itself. I like guacamole, but that's because you add flavor to it. <laughs> well, yeah, you're like dressing up the avocado a little more. Yeah. I mean, I will also avocado by itself is like it's nothing. It's just well, I'll also dress it up. Like I'll put salt on it and I'll put pepper on it. Like just add some lemon, lemon juice and some yeah. onions and mush it together and make some guacamole. Add some tortilla chips. Yeah. Well, there. I mean, you're describing any vegetable. Like you don't want to eat just any vegetable raw. If you like, if you put stuff on it, it's gonna taste better. Yeah, but specifically like vegetables like avocado and cauliflower because they don't really have their own flavor like broccoli even though it's gross has its own flavor yeah, it carrots have their own flavor um, avocado has a flavor no, it's just very subtle no if you can't taste it man and it's mushy dude yeah no the best vegetables are the ones with a lot of water in them wouldn't that like, make them mushy no like zucchini zucchini is great and zucchini is great but only cooked zucchini, though i don't i wouldn't eat a raw zucchini Oh, I wouldn't eat raw zucchini either. But when you cook it, like it gets a little raw mushier. zucchini sounds like a. a... <laughs> Do not Google that. <laughs> no, don't Google that. But raw zucchini sounds like the name of a character from like one of the Mummy movies. <laughs> we have Prince Emotep. We have his wife Anaxana Moon and her jealous husband, the Pharaoh Raw Zucchini. <laughs> <laughs> it's like R A Z U. <laughs> Razu, it's, it's uh, Razu, K I and I. I was, I, I was actually, I was actually imagining it as Raz, so R A Z, and then Ukini, Raz Ukini. <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, that's funny. Um, have you had food food poisoning before? Can we do at least two more bits about the mummy <laughs> in this podcast? See, I, don't, I haven't seen the mummy movies. What? So I can't like go into the bit with you. You have. I can support Stop as much as I can. Stop the podcast now, and we're going to watch The Mummy. The Mummy, the first one especially, is a classic. Remind me that we need to do a deep dive on The Mummy movies, in which I'm going to make you watch all of The Mummy movies, and then we'll bring a guest on to talk about it. All right. It, those movies are amazing. Well, the first one is amazing. Second one's <laughs> okay. The third one is unwatchable. What about The Scorpion King? They did a spinoff, it's right? It's all right. It's, it's one of The Rock's like first... like. Hey, I'm the lead in this movie, yeah. and it's it's pretty good. Okay. 
Um, the ha- visual effects do not hold up. <laughs> <laughs> but that goes without saying. The Mummy, actually, the visual effects in that movie surprisingly hold up. In the first one? Yes. Oh, that's cool. But in the, the Scorpion King, not so much. <laughs> um, have you had food poisoning before? Brandon, I eat a lot of food. Yes, I've had food poisoning. Uh, did you find out who it was that poisoned your food? <laughs> no, I didn't find the the caped uh, <laughs> the caped the masked madman who put the the bit of arsenic in my uh, <laughs> in my my green curry. I love the name food poisoning because that's what it sounds like. Yeah, like someone intentionally. They should call, what should they call it instead? Uh, food flu. Yeah, food flu. Yeah, that's good. That's like a food coma, but food flu. Yeah, food, it's weird that like food poisoning is really bad and everyone knows that it is but like food coma is like something fine and it's even something positive that people try to achieve like but out of context like food coma sounds way worse <laughs> hey you got food poisoning but at least you're not in a food coma all right <laughs> no dude i am in a food coma it's the best then but then it's funny because how many degrees of separation are there be- between like a food coma and a vegetative state <laughs> <laughs> like I'm they, in a food coma versus I am the vegetable. Yeah, I am a vegetable. <laughs> Which again are very different things. Yeah, very different things. Well, that's why that's why uh, black people we don't say food coma. We say the itis. Oh yeah, got that itis. <laughs> <laughs> Which is grosser. I don't know. It just sounds gross. It yeah. sounds sluggish and moist. Ugh, those are good, those are good and gross words. Yeah, they are sluggish. Don't don't all close on the mic like that. <laughs> so what did you do this week besides food poisoning? Ugh. So I uh, maybe got food poisoned. Food. Flu. Someone poisoned my food. I got food flu. Somebody poisoned the water hole. <laughs> are you excited about Toy Story Four? We talked about this last week. Oh, on the podcast? Yeah. Oh, then never mind. You guys can go back and listen. <laughs> I'm not doing this again. <laughs> uh, All right. So what'd you do this week? <laughs> uh, yeah, there was that. I finally watched uh, Into the Spider-Verse. All right. What'd you think? I loved that movie. It was a great movie. Yeah. You saw it at home? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was... A, uh, I was like the first maybe hour. Actually, really the whole time. My jaw was like on the floor, just like, what is That's happening? That's probably how you got food poisoning. Yeah. A um, bunch of bugs flew in there. <laughs> what did you, just like a peanut butter factory, dude. <laughs> That's that's the new nickname for your mouth, the peanut butter factory. And only you and I will know why. Um, What, before you saw Into the Spider-Verse, what was the last Spider-Man movie you'd seen? Uh, or the last movie you'd seen Spider-Man in? Uh, the Avengers. I haven't seen the, the Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Um. So the Avengers Infinity War, where Spider-Man's in it. <clears throat> and have you seen the Amazing Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield? I saw the first one. And did you see the other, the Sam Raimi ones? With, yes. Okay. I was very depressed after Spider-Man 3, though. <laughs> okay. It's a bummer of a movie. And are you a fan of Spider-Man, the, just the character in general? Yeah. I watched the animated Anim- show yeah. as a kid. Um, and that was my jam. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's a good yeah. show. Um, which Which era of that show did you like the most? Because there's like... I guess I don't know the eras. Okay. Well, I guess like, I guess I know the one you're talking about, like the classic kind of like the nineties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one where he's like that in that one, he's a little older, right? He's like in his like thirties mm-hmm. kind of maybe. Yeah. Or like maybe late twenties. I don't know. Whatever he's, but he's like a grown man. Like he's not a kid. Right. I 
think so. Yeah, I think yeah. It was a good movie. yeah, that's a good. That's good stuff. There's good. Uh, there's good the stuff animation there. style and the music yeah. and the whole concept, mm-hmm. but especially the animation. I can style. still hear his voice in my head. You know, Jake Johnson. Is that Jake Johnson yeah. doing it? Oh, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, man, he was probably like twenty years old when he did that. Oh, I'm sorry. On the new one, is no, Jake Johnson. I no. thought you the old one. I mean, I mean, yeah, I am talking about the old one. <laughs> no, I don't know who did the old one. Yeah, I know, but I can still hear his voice. Like I, <sighs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring it back from memory, uh, from the archives. Yeah. Uh, oh man, who's like a villain? Uh, oh, uh, he he would go like, mysterious. Uh, that means it must have been Mysterio. No, nah, I can't do it. I have to hear it. Yeah. We'll pull it, was, it up. It was after. a good show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Uh, the animation style. Hey, I just want to say, not every impression I'm going to nail, all right? <laughs> I know That's why I, I know, don't do them. I know there's people who are listening to this right now. It's like, oh man, is Neil Tyson so good, but that Spider-Man, that was awful. I don't hey, know they're about not that. all winners, all right? <laughs> I haven't seen that show in like 20 years. Um, but anyway, uh... Uh, yeah, so you liked it in the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I, I was like, man. Were you surprised something... when Spider-Man died in the beginning? Spoiler alert. Uh, like, or no. the one Spider-Man? I, no, because I knew that there was a bunch of spider people, mm-hmm. spider things. Spider creatures. Spider creatures. Um, and so, yeah. I Did you enjoy it. John Mulaney as Spider-Ham? <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> uh... Did you enjoy Nicolas Cage as uh, Spider-Man Noir? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was good. I like that he only sees in black and white. I thought that was a nice touch. <laughs> he's like, what? He's like, he's when he's like laying on the couch trying to guess what color the apple is. He's like, blue? And he's like, no. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, um, no, that's a great movie. I like that movie a lot. Um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a triumph for superhero movies. I think it's the best Spider-Man movie I've ever seen. I, I agree. It and really it good. is something refreshingly new uh, from Marvel where I was like, yeah, here and, we go. And I uh, like, let's, it doesn't, I mean, I, what am I trying to say? Um, surprisingly, this movie had some of the most exciting uh, web swinging mm-hmm. um, scenes in a Spider-Man movie. And this is like an animated movie. Right. Like I've seen, you know, the Sam Raimi movies when like Peter Parker first learns to swing with webs and stuff like that. And it's like, it's, it's great, but like this, I don't know, it's just something about it felt exhilarating. Like when he's swinging through those trees and yeah, yeah, it was good stuff. Did you like female Doc Ock? Yeah. That's good stuff. Huh? Yeah. I was like, wait, she's bad. Who's she going to, Oh, Doc Ock. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a good movie. What did you watch it with your son? No. Oh no. He's not. I don't know what that movie's rated, but. I don't think he's old enough to see it. He's only two. Oh. Yeah, he probably wouldn't sit through it. No, he definitely wouldn't. <laughs> it's difficult to get him to sit through anything new. He's got like two or three movies that he watches, and then I'll be like, hey, dude, you want to try something new? Oh, let's try this one. <laughs> and like two minutes into it, he shakes his head. <laughs> he's like, nope. <laughs> what? Uh, speaking of watching animated things, I started watching Love, Death, and Robots on what is that? Netflix. It's like a uh, an anthology show of like animated sci-fi okay on netflix and it's like, like the uh, animatrix yes almost exactly like the yeah. animatrix except um they're not all interconnected gotcha um the way the animatrix is the animatrix is kind of all it well it is all in the same universe this is like completely different 
um, each episode is its own contained kind of universe, kind of like um, Twilight kinda Zone. Li- no, no. Well, yeah, maybe kind of like the Twilight Zone, but they're not like morality tales. They're just mm. kind of little short films. Like they're little. They're like twelve to fifteen minutes long. Gotcha. So they're all very like consumable. But it's good. Like they're all all each animation style is different. Um, mm. kind of like the Animatrix. Um, so they wa- they vary wildly in tone. So the first one is this very kind of dark, um, violent post-apocalyptic like future where um, people use their minds to control these giant like genetically engineered like monsters, and they mm. fight them in in an arena. Um, and it's very dark, and there's like a there's a rape <laughs> and stuff oh, like wow. that. Yeah, like it's very dark, right? But then like the very next episode, um, and and it's funny because watching an anthology show is almost like I th- I feel like the same intention, especially on a streaming platform where the episodes play one after another. Like the sequencing of the episodes is kind of like the way you would sequence like an album, like a comedy album or like a musical album. Hmm. And so like the first one is this very dark, kind of stark, um, Tony Stark. Uh, vision of the future just kidding marvel is in everything (laughs) and then the second episode is like you think it's going to be that again and it's like a um it's more like wally style animation but Mm. you don't know that it's going to be lighthearted yet but spoiler it is and like it opens with like a human skull rolling on the ground and like a robot steps on it and crushes it it's very ominous and then (laughs) it's a sequel to terminator movies yeah and so when but when they pull back to the wide shot it's like uh, it's it, the, the story is called three robots and it's like they're three robots who have like survived the apocalypse uh wally style and they're just like they have three very distinct personalities and they're kind of just riffing on like <laughs> what might have caused humanity's downfall and like robots observing human things for the first time <laughs> and it, it's it's really funny oh that's cool so each episode is really different some of them feel like they have a message and like a point but other ones are just kind of like just stories that the the people found interesting speaking of uh other things we did this week and things with messages and points mm-hmm. uh spoiler alert for the listener um we have the elephant in the room to talk about which is the movie us oh yeah yeah we'll get to, we'll get uh, to that we, we will get sure. to that yeah um did you do anything else this week uh that's pretty much it okay that's what i got um, what do you got what'd you do that's really it that's really all I did. <laughs> we can just get into some things. Let's get into it. Um, let's get some small things out of the way. Um, Rob Gronkowski retired from the NFL. Okay, from the NFL. Right. Okay. Yeah. Bummer. <laughs> ah, he was right. so good. <laughs> all right. His long game. He's a defensive or, end. <laughs> yeah, his, his defensive end. Uh, oh, he God. was one of the best. Is he Hall of Faming or... He will. Yeah, he was like one of the best tight ends. Okay, good. Uh, not defensive he, end. I said defensive end, huh? I meant tight end. Yeah, tight end. So he was one of the best tight ends to ever play the game. He does have a tight end. You're right. All right. All right. It's not that kind of podcast. Um, You saw the trailer for the new Tarantino movie? Oh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Looks good? Yeah. Tarantino plus Leo plus Brad Pitt. Do you think it's going to be like an odd couple kind of movie where like... Oh, yeah. Where they're like... They start off as kind of like weird friends but then they ultimately start competing against each other and, and like and trying then, to and trying to kill each other eventually yeah and because it's a, a tarantino movie yeah like 40 dead people later <laughs> yeah yeah one of them goes on a killing spree by in the third act <laughs> yes yeah probably um yeah it looks good um what else happened uh you see the kanye west lemonade stance no what is that 
Oh man, where have you been? I don't know. Do you unfollow TMZ? Uh, <laughs> I just follow the TMZ C list thing. Oh yeah, because you mentioned it. Cool. Yeah, Did so you see the, the, you. that that picture of Jason Lee I put up on there? Yeah, yeah. It was I, good angle, man. I was cool. surprised. Yeah. You can get that with an iPhone. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's C list. He's probably B list. I mean, my name is Earl Rand for years, right? <laughs> Uh, with that that yeah. black guy with the crazy hair, there's always one of those in like a like a network sitcom. <laughs> like you can't just be like a regular looking black guy. You got to have like some quirk about you. What's, uh, what's what's his quirk? There needs to be something to justify putting you in this show. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Lee can just be Jason Lee. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, um, what were we saying? Uh, the Kanye West Lemonade stance. Oh no, yeah. What is that? <laughs> it's uh so, um to continue the sort of the Kanye West Mr. Positivity rebrand he's been going he's been setting up these lemonade stands across the country that they don't sell lemonade they sell his shoes big surprise there oh. um, they sell them at retail so like not like a resale value they sell them at retail which is like 300 bucks with no tax and all of the proceeds go to uh, some charity Okay, good. You just turned it around. <laughs> the proceeds going to charity. Because what eliminates sense? Just a pop up shop where he sells his shoes. <laughs> because here's tax free. Here's the scenario, right? Cash only. Here's the scenario I'm envisioning. I'm driving. It's a hot summer day or hot spring day now, mm-hmm. right? I'm driving and I see a lemonade stand. And I'm like, oh, you know what? These kids out here, they're trying to make a buck. Oh, good. Good for them. I remember having a lemonade stand. Sure. And I pull over and I'm like, oh, I'll have one glass. Wait, you sell Yeezys and they're $300? <laughs> and and it's kids selling them, which is really funny. Is it actually kids selling yeah. them? I mean, with their parents. And so stuff, child but... <laughs> labor selling $300 shoes and Con- instead of and lemonade. And you see Kanye just pull off in like a Lamborghini, like <laughs> money's just billowing out of the back as he's a top down. He's like, ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh no the, the proceeds are going to charity and it's just it's a cool thing too because like he's kind of undermining and i'm about to get on my kanye soapbox here we go but in a lot of ways he's gonna award him some more points <laughs> yeah exactly we have to do another panel in a few months um he's kind of undermining the systems that like make his clothing and stuff kind of unreachable because mm-hmm. right now like it's Adidas is incentivized to like make those shoes as um, exclusive as possible. So when they release them, they only release like a limited number and then you can get them on resale sites for double the price. So him setting up these little shops and selling them at retail um, in mass quantities is like is kind of punk rock because Adidas is taking it to the streets. Yeah. Adidas is not seeing money from it. And, you know, I just think it's kind of cool. You know what would accomplish that uh, better? And What's that? Further, is uh, cutting the price in half. Well, he doesn't have control over how much the shoes cost. Well, he's selling them directly. Yeah, but he doesn't. But he doesn't have Adidas. But he's not making the shoes in his basement. Yeah, the kids are. <laughs> the kid, which kids? The kids that are selling at the lemonade stand. <laughs> no, I thought this not. was understood. Let's, let's not libel Kanye West. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, Adidas has to set the price because that's who's manufacturing the shoes and shipping them and doing all that. Yeah, so it's like kind of punk rock, but then at the same time he's paying Adidas. Well, it's it's punk punk rock as so far as like what to do with them once they're made, but he still has to cover the cost of making them. He can't, you know, he you no one can afford to go in and make shoes on their own at some factory that they don't have access to. And one of the four factories in the country. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
but no, well, it's it's not one of the four American factories in the country. It's one of six billion factories in Malaysia. <laughs> and you're right. The children do work there. <laughs> um, so that's the Kanye West lemonade stands. Um, Man, what else? Sunday service lemonade stand. Yeah. What's next? He's going to have like the Kanye West bake sale or something <laughs> or like the Kanye West book club. Where there's no books. <laughs> yes, exactly. He just hands out lyrics to his albums. It's like, all right, we're we're reading stronger today. And everyone's like, oh, okay. It's like popcorn style. Okay, you take the first verse. Yeah, I'll take the chorus. Who wants the second it's verse? Like some forty-year-old white woman. Like, um, okay, let's get, get lost, lost tonight. tonight? <laughs> you can, can be, be my black Kate Moss. <laughs> she no, says she's it like, all she, yeah, she's like, no, you can be my. African American Kate, Kate Moss, Moss tonight. Oh, I know her tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know her. <laughs> this is relatable. Um, uh, to go back a bit, a minute to comic book stuff. Did you see? Have you been seeing any of the things about the Avengers movie? Like, kind of coming out. They did a poster. Mm-hmm. You uh, psyched? You psyched for posters? <laughs> Again, we talked about this. How the trailer is just like a. A reminder notification of like, hey, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same thing. They're not telling us anything. They're just like, hey, there's a guy on coming. Instagram named Boss Logic uh-huh. who makes like a he's like a really talented digital artist, and he like makes like kind of parody images of like popular stuff, a lot of the comic book stuff. And he made a picture of Thanos as if Thanos is an actor going to like the premiere. <laughs> <laughs> His hair is all slicked yeah, back. He has hair he's in a suit. And sunglasses and stuff. But <laughs> his armor is under the suit. That's really funny <laughs> to me. Um, but yeah, so uh, the biggest news about Avengers that I've heard, um, besides the spoilery stuff that I won't click on, um, the biggest news I've heard is that it's confirmed that it's three hours long. Three hours and, yeah. three hours and two minutes. That's which cr- is the longest Marvel movie to date. Did at Peter this Jackson direct it? <laughs> yeah. No. No, he didn't. Because then it wouldn't make. Because none of the movie would make sense. People would be furious about it. <laughs> they should have stopped after the last one. Honestly. Yeah, that's what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, Peter Jackson is. Ugh. Um, uh, have you heard about the uh, Thanos theory? Thank yes about Ant Man. Yes. Yeah. No. So that theory is obviously poking fun at the power set of Ant Man, and like he can just go up Thanos's anus, but. And, the, and re-expand and, and re-expand. Ex- explode but Thanos. See, yeah, that's... I mean, I think that's a realistic... I posed that question on Facebook the other day because I think that's a realistic point. Like, not, I mean, not the whole anus thing. I mean, there's millions of ways to enter a person without having to go through their butthole. But, but like, where they least expect it. <laughs> or you don't know what he's into. Maybe he's constantly expecting that. You don't know Thanos in his personal life. But he's like, do not get near my ears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, why... Like... Someone has to explain to me. They have to explain a plot reason as to why Ant-Man can't just kill Thanos in 30 seconds. Like, he should be able to shrink shrink down so small that Thanos, he's undetectable to Thanos. He goes into Thanos' blood vessel in his brain, pokes a hole in it, and then goes out undetected, and Thanos dies five minutes later. Right. Like, why? (laughs) We shall see. Maybe he's he's alien and doesn't have blood vessels. Maybe he he's he's different. Yeah, we're assuming he has a Dif- human biology, circulatory and uh, respiratory. But I system. think we're safe to assume that because Thanos says right before, right when uh, Thor throws the the axe at him, or no, right after he does it, Thanos is like, "You should have aimed for the head," which 
makes us believe he has humanoid biology. True. I think about these things, man. I'm a giant nerd. Do you think that we're going to find out that Thanos is Likes really... Like stuff? Is... No. <laughs> <laughs> is really like Krang from Ninja Turtles. Mm. And there's really just a small, like, a guy in his torso face guy. Yeah, in his torso. <laughs> that would be great. Controlling him the whole time. Yeah, that would be great. And it's voiced by Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> <laughs> you should have, you should have aimed for the head. I, my Gilbert Gottfried. Again, they're not all winners, off, guys. Off mic, I think it'll work. <laughs> yeah, they're not all it's winners. It's vague enough. Can yeah. you imagine Gilbert Gottfried, like, doing his in Gilbert the Gottfried? Marvel universe? <laughs> no, no. Can you imagine Gilbert Gottfried on a podcast, like, screaming like that? Uh, it's like, again, Gilbert, you're going to you're gonna have to tone it down. You're gonna yeah, have to we're tone peeking it. all over. You know, the funny thing is, is he was on an episode of uh, uh, Pete Holmes's podcast. Oh, really? And he was, like, super normal. <laughs> Like he wasn't shouting. Uh, thank you for having me yeah, on the podcast, like, Peter. He's That's, British. Uh, <laughs> I really appreciate you having me on your podcast, Peter. <laughs> wow, it was really, really painful. What is better than your Gilbert Godfrey? <laughs> That's true. They're not all winners, man. They're, I have zero winners. <laughs> um, what else you want to talk about? What else? What else? What else? Um, Avengers. Uh, two people were dropped of all charges this week. Oh, the, I know one of them. Josie Smollett and yep. the president. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Well, so Trump isn't dropped of all charges. Right. But the, he still has a ton of investigations so, going on. So please explain to me this whole situation in detail uh, like you would explain it to a five-year-old and go. Okay. So uh, basically, Robert Mueller. I don't know what the word basically means. I'm five. <sighs> okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Let's say like like you would explain it to a 12 year old. Okay. So you know like Rick and Morty, right? <laughs> okay. So it's like that Do one episode. I don't think 12 year olds watch Dude, Rick and middle Morty. Middle schoolers are all over Rick and Morty. Really? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, you should have said Adventure Time. <laughs> so Adventure Time. Oh, right? All right. So it's kind of like Minecraft. <laughs> You're familiar with Fortnite, right? It's kind of like it's kind of like that dance, you know, where you swing your arms and your hips in opposite directions. What's that called? It's like the president did that. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's called the Fortnite dance at this point because Fortnite has I, adopted it. I think it's called the floss. Is actually oh, that's right. Yeah, called. flossing. Okay, so Robert Mueller, two years ago, right when Trump got elected, you're still doing I'm still flossing. I'm still, I'm still doing it. I'm trying to do it in a seated position. It's not working. It looks like you're downhill skiing. <laughs> Which I will never do. But go um, ahead. So Robert Mueller, he was a former FBI director. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who determined this, but they were like, hey, there's some shady stuff going on with Trump and Russia. We should investigate this. Let's get Robert Mueller. He's a former FBI director. Let's get him to investigate. Let's give him all kinds of clearances. Um, he's got a ton of clearances. He can ask anyone. He can subpoena. Subpoena? Sub, yeah. Subpoena? I feel like I'm saying it weird. I've never said that word aloud. It feels weird subpoena uh anyone and so he has a ton of access uh and let's see what happened so he investigated for two years throughout those two years like eight or nine people in trump's inner circle are now going to jail mm-hmm. for michael cohen yeah michael cohen uh michael flynn uh paul manafort like his campaign manager his personal lawyer <laughs> paul, like all these people paul manafort sounds like a made-up name from like a um like a 90s like Samuel L. Jackson movie <laughs> like the negotiator <laughs> if you notice like 
there was a real effort because the, there were so many cop movies that like people like audience members became kind of like experts on cop movies. So like they had to kind of get creative with the name. So they sounded like real people because they everybody just can't be like Johnson or Lopez, right. Right. you know, or Martinez. Like so like <laughs> and, the Manafort. Neg- yeah, and the negotiator is a guy named Kneebomb. That's like oh. this is the last name. And Samuel Jackson says the name Kneebomb like. 500 times in that movie that someone should do like a super cut of all the time samuel jackson says knee bomb in that movie it'd probably be five minutes long knee bomb I, I knee, bomb, knee bomb knee bomb knee bomb <laughs> i'm watch. sure that exists yeah we should try to find it. have you seen the super cut of all the dr freeze puns from batman and robin no I you know how have. arnold played uh yeah. mr free so he makes a oh, lot of freeze puns yeah, and yeah, someone yeah. did a super cut of all the puns it's really funny yeah everybody chill <laughs> and he like sprays him with the it's pretty funny i dropped my phone keep going so, so paul, paul manafort, paul manafort. Uh, so knee bomb so knee bomb all these people are going to prison now and it's been like the presumption has been like uh muller is gonna get trump like this is gonna be the end this is gonna be water and why do we trust muller uh because he who is he he was a former FBI director. Also, what does he do now? He's a prosecutor. No, I don't know if he does anything. So he's I'm, just like a freelance investigator. I guess so. <laughs> Is that like a job? I don't know. That I don't know like what a, he did. That sounds like a pilot for a new show on CBS. <laughs> he was an FBI director, and now he, he's he, just dead. Yeah, now he investigates people on his own terms. It's like that's not how the law works. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing prior to this investigation. Uh-huh. But he wasn't playing by the rules, whatever he was doing, that's for sure. <laughs> whatever he was doing, now he did this for two years, right? Mm-hmm. And so everyone was like, oh man, here we go. He's about to turn in his report, and this is going to be it. So the catch is he had to turn in his report to the attorney general, and that's all he has to do. Legally, only the attorney general can, can do anything. Yeah. Right. So he turns it into the attorney general, who was appointed by Trump. And what did the attorney general do? He's like, oh, no, everything's fine, guys. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And, and so, I mean, forget the attorney general. What's to stop Mueller from being wired $100 million to say that they, I didn't find anything? Oh, that's true. Like, what, what, what are his incentives to, like, tell the truth? Uh, tell the truth. Uh, I think he was his his altruism. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he was FBI director for a long time, so I think he's so. Or at least he started they killed out. Kennedy. Uh, well, now we're getting into conspiracy territory. Oh man, no, it's a proven fact. If you think the government killed Kennedy, then you definitely don't trust Robert Mueller. <laughs> well, I, I, all I'm saying is, I, I've seen a lot of people do wild stuff when the right amount of money is in place, especially when they have no incentives to continue to do the right thing. Well, Trump has actively tried to discredit the investigation um until that didn't work and he's like all right man how how much right i, I guess until he realized in this scenario that like he was actually going to get him because he got all of the people around him what i think should happen now is someone should subpoena uh Mueller and investigate his finances to see if he got paid from somebody well now you're sounding like uh the gop because that's what they they're like well now that that investigation's over well no but i'm not i'm not they're probably to be like, well, whoa, let's whoa, investigate what, Hillary. What liberals paid him to? Yeah. No, I want to know who in what the Trump. Paid yeah, <laughs> I want to know who in the Trump camp paid him to stop snooping and to say that there was nothing going on. Mm, interesting. Theory. Maybe Russia. May. Uh, it's like that uh, would be ironic. <laughs> it's like uh, this. Just in uh, 
uh, Mueller, uh, after turning in his report, has uh, been vacationing in Moscow for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so either th- that's the case, or he did find something on Trump uh, and the attorney general is hiding it, or Trump himself, his hands are clean and everyone else did. I think if it falls before. on anyone, it falls on Mueller because... And again, this isn't this isn't the this isn't the uh, Asan and Brandon. Although it, uh, political corner, the political corner, it turns into that very yeah. frequently. But like, he Mueller's the only person with no incentives and in going in the right direction. At least the attorney general, like, there's some kind of recourse if like, you know, there's some kind of checks and balances for that. Like, if he were hiding something and people were to find that out, like he'd be tossed out. But like, what does Mueller have to lose? But he has everything to gain from accepting a bribe or and i don't know him i don't know his character saying he doesn't have anything to lose yeah like what is he you know he's just some guy at this point oh because he doesn't have a job he could get kicked out yeah he's not the attorney general his career doesn't depend on like people trusting his word like the attorney general hmm yeah well yeah i mean how well do we know this Mueller guy anyway is that even his real name i (laughs) we learned (laughs) never mind i have told you everything that i know about robert Mueller. so unfortunately Mm. i i you're gonna have to consult a real political expert you know it'd be great is every every time he turned in one of his reports like he says hey hey attorney general or hey judge it's Mueller time and he slams it down uh yeah you and all of twitter that's (laughs) That was the whole like really it, yeah that was I'm that late to that joke yes yeah oh. uh, there's shirts and everything because oh. everyone has assumed like Mueller's gonna be the one to take him down so you could buy a shirt that says it's Mueller time oh damn yeah sorry well now that my my comedic dreams have been dashed uh, anything else happening in the news besides an episode of Twenty Four uh, Shang Kong <laughs> the following uh, events took place over the course ding, of ding, sh- Oh, you were a fan of that show, huh? I loved that show. Yeah. Until, like, season four or five, when I was like, let me guess, there's a mole. Oh, and there's a bigger thing. I feel like that that was was a distraction. That was, like, the last broad... Like, that was the last show on, like, a broadcast network that was, like, aimed specifically at, like, like late 30s, early 40s, like, white guys. (laughs) They were like... After that, they were like, look, this market's shrinking. We gotta get out of here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah um scandal what's this uh, let's, let's just do scandal let's bring in all those shows come on <laughs> uh did you hear the apple news no what happened uh apple announced uh, a bunch of services you think um, two angels said that same line to each other once uh once adam and eve ate from the tree hey did you hear the apple news <laughs> all right edit 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 <laughs> christianity bits <laughs> That's what people came here to hear. Christianity bits. Uh, so Apple announced that they, uh, sometime in the fall, for an undisclosed monthly fee, they're going to have their own streaming service. Oh, yeah. I did hear about that. Uh, you really buried the lead on that one. <laughs> there's there's some other stuff they talked about, too. Like, they have a gaming service. Mm-hmm. They're doing a credit card. Yeah, they're trying to do, like, a cloud gaming service, right? Yeah. 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 I think that'll work. Because, I mean, Xbox and PlayStation are essentially doing that now. Like, you don't have to buy physical game copies anymore. Right. Like, you can buy them straight from there. The catch is it's all phone games. So, it's they're not as, like, serious of oh, yeah. games. Yeah. If you still play phone games, like, you should be allowed to vote. You're, you're Well, yeah, you probably aren't. You're probably 13. <laughs> or 60 <laughs> like my mom loves candy crush 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know who all is involved in the Apple uh, streaming service? Can I guess? Sure. Oh, like you mean companies or people? No people, because oh. they they came out and paraded a lot of people. Oh, uh, we're gonna have shows. Oh, have shows. Yeah. Um. No, just run down the list. Okay, on stage at this event. Oh wait, they, there's a ton of people, but they also brought out specific. Celebrities. Oh, so so Apple did like a big like Apple rollout. Like, this of, is coming. Gotcha. Yeah. And they're like, we are partnering with Steven Spielberg to make mm. shows. J.J. Uh, Abrams, mm-hmm. M. Night Shyamalan, mm-hmm. Ron Howard, mm-hmm. uh, Jennifer Aniston, Reese mm-hmm. Witherspoon, Octavia Spencer. All these people were at the event? Yes. Oh, wow. Octavia Spencer. It's an Steve, expensive event. Steve Carell. Uh-huh. Big Bird. Big Bird was there in person? Big Bird was there in person. <laughs> uh, Jason Momoa. Uh-huh. And, and Oprah. That's weird that you listed Oprah last. <laughs> that's who. That's who came out, out of last. All those. Oh, okay. Yes, and because that was their like one more thing. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because yes, that's that's the big like. Ah! Yeah, it's Oprah. Yeah. So, all these people are going to be involved in creating content for this, yes. or okay. That makes sense. They're going to need to. I think. They're going to need to try to because I think they kind of lost. I think what they're trying to do is because I think they lost the streaming battle with in in terms of music. I think they mm. lost that with Spotify. Spotify definitely is much bigger. And the platform is just better. Like the the, yeah. the format it, it looks better, it's easier to navigate. Uh it, it's just better. Um I think they lost that fight and I think what they're trying to do is get ahead of this wave of that we're kind of in the middle of of like streaming like visual content mm-hmm. and yeah it looks like they're picking up the pieces and and it seems like they're trying to get ahead of the the disney tidal wave that's coming uh yeah because there's gonna be a disney service and it looks like they're trying to win the battle of 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 new content whereas disney will definitely win the battle of content that already exists like pre-existing yes. ip because yeah. i mean they have the entire fox library now of movies that have been made and disney yeah. which includes marvel which is crazy. So like they they own everything. Everything 20th Century Fox has ever done, yep. like ever done. Yep. Alien, all those like So what? you're going to have to sign up for it. <laughs> yeah, you so, yeah. Yeah, so existing Avatar, stuff Avatar like Disney do, wins. what? Yeah. Yeah, so the, so what the it sounds like what they're trying to do is like get ahead of that curve and be like, well, if you want to watch all the best movies that have ever been made, <laughs> go to get the Disney service. If you want to see all the fresh new content being made by some of the best people in Hollywood come to our platform, which yeah. I guess is cool. We'll see because they have to compete with Netflix, which they, they can they, they can win because yeah. they have deep way deeper pockets than Netflix. But Netflix has brand recognition and yeah. Netflix, their content is great. Like it is. All their I mean for the most I think they're part, coming in too late. Who is the Apple? Apple, yeah. Yeah, I think no, I think this wave is is a big wave, but I don't I don't think it's gonna break anytime soon. I think it's I think we're just in the the beginnings of it. So if Apple comes out strong with a bunch of new content, I could really see it doing well, especially because they have a built-in delivery system with their um, their hardware products, like mm-hmm. their devices and stuff like that. I could really see it being a, a revolutionary thing, especially like if you buy a new iPhone and their their streaming app comes with it. Like, <laughs> they, I mean, right. come on, man, they've 
they'll they'll, they'll do okay they 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 know what they're doing um because that's the thing that disney doesn't have disney like like the disney thing is if i want the disney app which most people will want because it'll have all that crap on there including if they're smart which disney is because disney owns espn so oh, if right. disney bundles that into their streaming app and you're allowed and then now you can stream sports online through that app they they win. The only thing that is hard about the Disney app is like if I want the Disney app, I have to go and get a, another app and add it to my phone. But if if I'm and if I have an Apple phone and the app is already on there, um, right. and and it's included and it's included with my monthly bill or whatever, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I I think yeah, Apple's gonna do. I think this is. I don't know if I hate to always be the guy to be like I don't know if this is what Steve Jobs would have done, but I mean it seems like the. the next logical step for them yeah. it's weird that steven spielberg is a part of this because he was just shaming streaming platforms right like and he three was, weeks ago he was saying like the oscars shouldn't recognize uh streaming platforms at all yeah um and now he's like, looks like oh apple looks like money talks <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like hey we'll give you 10 million dollars to shut up <laughs> right i guess he's making a tv show oh, okay instead of movies but still yeah, I mean, but he likes doing that. I mean, he did. He was the executive producer on Band of Brothers, right? Mm-hmm. That was his. Yeah. So he, I mean, he likes that style of like storytelling, or, yeah. like like kind of episodic. So, I mean, he'll thrive. And yeah. you know, he's him and J.J. Abrams are similar in that way. J.J. Abrams loves TV, and loves doing TV. So I'm excited to see what comes from J.J. Abrams too. Yeah. If they can, if man, if we can get another a new J.J. Abrams TV show, but with a budget of with an Apple budget, I'm down. Right? Because Alias is a great show, but like, man, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it gets kind of rough. But you know, so it'll be it'll be cool to see what they do. Did you did, was Jennifer Garner's name on there? Uh, Jennifer Garner? No. Oh, okay. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Gotcha. Yeah. Because I'm like, man, you could revive Alias and bring that back. That I'm sure a lot of people would watch that. There are other people involved. That's just who was on stage. Oh, who who else uh, is involved? I don't have the it, list oh, in you, front of oh, me. You didn't do your job. Cool. I didn't do my research. <laughs> is it, how, does that excite you though? Uh, an Apple streaming service? Yeah, but it's gonna like the the hard thing is whereas Netflix was like, hey guys, House of Cards, check it out, and everyone was like, okay, cool, now I'm in, and then. You're just continually riding the wave to the next show. Mm-hmm. Apple needs more than one show like that. They yeah. need like five shows. Well, they'll be much closer, I think, to like the Netflix model, where you'll just be constantly inundated with more, with more, more content. Right. I don't think it'll be like HB, HBO Go, where like they can really anchor their their app, their app with two shows. I don't think it'll be right. like that. I think it'll be more like here's a, a bunch of content all the time. I think that's the way they have to do it. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, and it's just difficult because there's so many streaming platforms and there's so many shows. There's to a watch. new streaming platform that I just discovered the other day called Tubi. Have you have you heard of that? that? It's T U B I. So it's a, it's a streaming service that basically has all the it has most of the um, the movies and shows put out by Paramount, Metro Golden Metro Goldwyn Mayer. So like why did you say yeah? Why did you say that way? Because because I was re- reading the article earlier and it was spelled out MGM and uh, there's one other one, but they have basically you know how like there's Netflix shows and movies, there's Hulu shows and movies, yeah, and then there's everything else. They basically have everything else. Okay, so like the Bond movies are on there. Huh. 
Um, just a lot of those, like a lot of random, like Alf is on there. Like the entire run of Alf is on oh, there. Oh, good. Okay. Where do I sign up? <laughs> and the cool thing about their model, which I don't know how successful it is for them. I mean, they've been around for since 2014, I was reading. But the way it works is they have, it's free. It's completely free. Like there's no, like, I think you can pay to sign up. And I think that removes the ads. But the ads are not like Hulu where like, you know, if you have like the basic Hulu subscription where you're paying like $7 a month, there's ads every, like where the normal ad spots are on Mm -hmm, a show. mm -hmm. With this, uh, it's free. And the ads are only in between episodes or in between streaming things. Oh, okay. So like you go on, you watch your, so I went on and watched uh, Gods of Egypt, which is a terrible movie. Don't ever watch it. Uh, and there was like a, a minute and a half worth of ads in the beginning, and then it played the entire movie without oh, that's ads. Great. And it does that with TV shows too. Like, so it'll be one minute ad in the beginning, then it plays the whole show, then a, then an ad, then the next episode. Oh, okay. So I think it's a it's a good compromise for people who can't stand free the like not the free Hulu, but can't stand the basic Hulu, but don't want to pay you know twenty dollars a month or however much it costs to get like the upgraded Hulu. Right. It's a it's a nice compromise. So it's cool. I have it on my phone now, the Tubi app, and I think you can put it on Apple TV. So, all right, I'll yeah. check it out if you ever want to watch Gods of Egypt, <laughs> which is a terrible movie, which you should not. And Holly, it's funny because I think Hollywood has fully given up on Gerard Butler now. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's dude. Oh man, <laughs> he's real bad in a lot of things. Yeah, as I'm finding out with more streaming services. Turns out, um, um should we get to? Uh, the main event. I think we should. Um, anything else you want to talk about before that? That's all I got. I got some shout outs, but other than that. Oh yeah, let's well let's talk about let's talk about us. Let's talk about us. Uh warning. If you have not seen the movie Us, you should stop the podcast right now. Yeah. Uh we'll make sure to include a time code at the beginning of the episode, but you definitely don't want to be listening to this right now if you have not seen the movie Us by Jordan Peele. Because we're gonna talk very openly about it. Okay. That's your warning. All right, uh, Asan, uh, you saw the movie Us? Yeah, so I saw the movie Us. Uh, I saw it at a press screening like maybe two months ago. Okay. And when did you you saw it recently? I after saw it, it a couple came out. days ago, yeah. Okay. So I haven't had a chance to see it again since the press screening, but everything, I've listened to a lot of spoilery podcasts and have read a lot of reviews and like um, plot breakdowns and stuff like that, and it doesn't seem like much has changed since okay. the, the version I saw. Um, so take everything that I say with the smallest, tiniest grain of salt possible, um, because I may be off on like some minor details, but a lot of like the major plot things are like completely the same. Gotcha. That being said, um, what what is your knee jerk? Uh, reaction to the movie. Uh, I liked it. Uh-huh. I didn't uh, love it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, oh my god, this movie is amazing! Uh, and I'm not that. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I didn't like it as much as Get Out. Mm-hmm. And I've read a ton of articles uh, that are like, the meaning of Jordan Peele's Us. Uh, and you can read it a lot of different ways. And I like reading it different ways, but I don't think it holds up super well if you like read it metaphorically in any way. Because then there's like, well, then what about the people that uh, like literally live underground and like they're just, but they're like, also like, ah, Mm -hmm. like do they, they travel in the tunnels with you? They're underground you uh, like 
underneath you at all times mm-hmm. or like just a lot of the specifics of that which then also if you're like okay no it's just a horror movie i'm not gonna apply metaphor to it mm-hmm. which i feel like the movie you're going super deep <laughs> i feel like the movie begs you to to put metaphor on it but if you don't then there's even more problems where you're like well but wait they just eat rabbits down there wait who funded this we'll, we'll get in all this that thing You're, we'll get in all that so, knee jerk reaction need, <laughs> knee jerk I have, reaction I have real big knees uh, I liked it and I didn't love it uh, and it's like been a puzzle that I've been trying to crack and I can't crack and it's frustrating well that's why we're here today don't jump the shark uh, what's your big knee jerk reaction um I liked it it was a f- fun it's a fun like like get out was and like a lot of good horror movies are uh, are it, it was a fun ride like i enjoyed the act of watching it i you think you should see it with an audience i like it, it's a fun thrilling um sometimes scary sometimes funny ride of a movie that i enjoyed um on the other side of it i, I got out of the movie i was like i enjoyed watching that so i i enjoyed the movie um, but I don't think the movie, uh, when you start to think about it after the fact as a movie outside of the experience that you had watching it, I don't think it's as strong. I don't think it's nearly as strong a movie as get out is. And I don't think it's just a strong movie period. I think it does for me. The biggest thing is it doesn't stick the landing. So it's like watching gymnastics and you're watching like a, we you have know, we have previously established you love watching I, gymnastics. I love gymnastics. It's like watching a really, it's like watching a like a vault, like the vault exercise where like they, they sprint down, they hit the springboard, flip off the pommel horse thing, do a bunch of flippy 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 flips, and and all of that is amazing. Terms. It's in yes, uh, technical uh, gymnastics terms. All that's amazing, but then as soon as they hit the mat, they do this. They like land awkwardly and like fall and tumble over and you know what if we can keep this gymnastics metaphor going do you know who carrie strug is no carrie strug was in the 1994 olympics i don't know why i have this like so ready but she, 1994 olympics mm-hmm. uh it was up to her to like her uh balance beam routine if she nailed this balance beam routine then the women's team was gonna win the gold medal mm-hmm so she did an amazing routine, did a dismount off the the balance bar and landed it, but broke her ankle in the process hmm. on the landing. So on the landing, she broke her ankle and she kind of like limped. So it's not in reality, it's not actually a solid landing, but you're like, oh, man, she did it, though. And I do feel like that's what uh, a lot of people are like right now, like the. The movie doesn't stick the landing, but everyone's like, "Oh, but no, they did it!" Ah, let's let's give them the gold medal. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's a solid metaphor. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I mean, but I I honestly would give Carrie Strug more credit because she stuck the landing on a broken ankle. Okay. Well, no, she broke it on the landing. That's yeah, the but it was still a good landing, even if she hadn't broken her ankle, right? I'm saying that us. <laughs> Broke their ankle on the landing. I'm saying us and and missed. we're we're forgiving a lot. That's what you're saying. I'm saying that us landed on one foot, the other leg kicked out from under it, and it fell down on its ass, and it has a bruised tailbone, and 
and that's all I can remember from the movie. And I'm trying to remember the amazing flippity doos, but I can't because I'm staring at us's broken tailbone. Gotcha. Okay. So I, I'm I'm saying that the 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 way the third act falls apart to me is is enough to make is enough to be so distracting that like I can't consider us like a great movie the way other people can. Okay, let's get into the third act then. All right. So where where does the third act start? Uh the third act I think for me is when she goes down into, into the, the tunnels. The, the tunnels. Well, actually, the problems with the third act start way sooner. Yeah. So the first red flag and I'm surprised they left this in the movie. The very first red flag for this movie to me, especially in hindsight knowing what the movie's about. The first red flag is the opening crawl when it says uh, in the United States, underneath there's the United a, States, there's a network, there's of a network of tunnels and no one knows why and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay. When I first saw that in the theaters, I was like, huh. I didn't even know what the movie was about, but I was still like, huh, that's a weird place to start. <laughs> Knowing what I know from this movie about the, from the trailer. Okay, guys, just, uh, there's tunnels. Okay. Okay. Let's start the movie. <laughs> so, and then upon reflection, after seeing the movie, it's it's doubly crazy. So that's the first red flag. <laughs> there, there may be some tunnels later, and it just it's established in this world that there's tunnels, okay? Yeah, that's what it feels like. It feels like a producer being like, okay, just so you don't get confused in, in an hour and a half from now, there's tunnels everywhere, okay? <laughs> just, you, just, so, just know that, okay? <laughs> Which, do we know that that's true? We don't. But anyway, and then... And then um, and then after that, the first shot of the movie is the Hands Across America thing. Yeah. And that's also another red flag, no pun intended. Uh, a red jumpsuit flag. A red jumpsuit apparatus flag. <laughs> that, was a, that, was a, that was a real knee slapper for those of us who remember the red jumpsuit apparatus. <laughs> uh, the band. Um, but anyway, so those are two red flags for me, and especially upon reflection, I'm like, man, these two elements are probably the worst elements of the film. So, which brings us to the third act. So, I think what the movie, so when people say Us is an amazing movie and they loved it, I think people are talking about the Us, the movie Us that ends with Lupita Nyong'o um, stepping into the mirror and going down the escalator. That's where the good movie ends, right? Uh, yeah. So up until that point, us is a movie about, um, the mirror in the mirror versions of people mm -hmm. get sick of being just the mirror versions of people that, you know, are, are only valued based on, you know, their tethering to, uh, uh, the, the valid legitimate versions of themselves. They get sick of doing that. And so they decide to, out of frustration after, you know, living lifetimes of oppression, they rise up and start lashing out against their mirror selves, right? And they go, hands across America. That's what we got to do. <laughs> no. So the, well, that, that's not, that part's not in the oh, movie right, yet. right, right, right. Because this, this the good version us of the movie. ends before we find any of that out. And it's just a horror movie. Um, oh, that, and also the good us cuts out hands across America at the beginning. Yes, and, and the opening the, crawl. The, it, hey guys, it tunnels. starts where it should have starts, where the trailer starts with this family driving to their vacation home. Right. Anyway, um, and it's a horror movie about what if um, the mirror, what if the person you look at in the mirror every day got sick of just being your reflection and want, decided it wanted to live with the same amount of freedoms that you do, so it decides to start murdering you, right? Right. 
and you and it's and it's and it's left completely ambiguous if you want to if you want to draw parallels to how we treat the oppressed or if you want to draw parallels to how we treat people that we deem different than us but look exactly like us and all oh if you want to if you want to draw connections to all those themes it's open for you to do so like any good art is but the movie's not making any firm concrete statements about that stuff and it's just a fun scary thrilling horror movie about what if our reflections got pissed right Mm -hmm. that's if that would have been the movie that'd be fun that sounds fun it would have been it would have been great it sounds like a great movie but for some reason they felt the need to add 30 more minutes of the most confusing shaky at best nonsense nonsense that i've ever seen let's get into the specifics of how the uh the uh mirror people exist (laughs) hey hey jordan um Hey, it's Carl here from uh, from Bloomhouse or whatever, whoever made the movie. Um, we like the script. It's it's great. It's, it's scary. It's simple. We like the idea. Um, we had some some thoughts though and some questions. First of all, I think you're kind of missing it on what people will find interesting about the movie. <laughs> I think what people are really wanting and, and and are concerned with is where do the scary mirror monsters go when they're not murdering the protagonists of the movie? Uh, 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 Jordan, what, what, what do the scary monster people eat, for instance? Yeah, and, 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 also, and also, do mirror people do mirror things of what we do when we're not looking at them? I think these are the important questions of the movie. And if we could spend the third act, which is arguably the most important act of, of not just horror movies but any horror movie or any kind of movie if we could spend the last 30 minutes really trying to come to grips of of how the the mechanics of the mirror world actually works i think i think we we were spot on we have a hit movie on our hands no man we're obviously doing a bit because that's the least interesting part of all of this and the movie only becomes a bad movie when you start talking about those things because you're and you're two hours into the movie and you can't have a three hour horror movie to where you could really dive in and explain these things and like really explore them. So like when you just like show us 20 minutes of this world that doesn't make any sense, it's like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Once they got down there, it, I was like, what? No one cares where, where, uh, where Freddy Krueger came from. <laughs> Right. Like, like where, where does, does Freddy during the go? week, though? So when he's not murdering teenagers on Elm Street, where is Freddy? No one's if, asking that question. If not Elm Street, where? <laughs> and what's he doing? What does he eat? What kind of shows does he watch? <laughs> yeah, it's it's bonkers. And I can't for the life of me understand why they would include that in the movie. And then the crawl to go back to the crawl after finding all this out. So let's just for the people who just to make it clear. So we're having a conversation with with everyone. The things that we find out in the third act is that the government, for some reason, tried to clone people. And like and even that's foggy in the movie. Yeah, kind of. So the I guess the way it said is the government tried to clone people they could clone the bodies, but they couldn't clone the soul, whatever that means. Um, yeah, because the 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 goat that they cloned uh, 20 years ago is out murdering other goats. <laughs> like, come on, man. So the government tried to clone people. To, to be technical, for those listening, they don't actually specify the government. They just say they. Yeah. But it's kind of assumed the government. Yeah, so they tried to clone people. They cloned the people, with, but they couldn't clone the soul. But if that if that's true then why does 
because spoiler alert, at the end of this movie, we find out that Lupita Nyong'o is the mirror version of herself and has been the whole time. Right. So if if they couldn't figure out a way to clone the soul, Lupita Nyong'o seems pretty normal to me the whole movie. She has a soul just like everyone else. I'm getting so angry. I'm hitting mic stands. She has a soul like everyone else. So the theory about, oh, the reason why they're evil is because they couldn't they clone a soul. And 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 the uh, the Jordan Peele stands out there are gonna be like, well, that's that's the thing because because they do have they're just like us, you see, but we we say that they're not, so we right. think of them as not having souls. It's like, come on, man, you're trying the mental gymnastics. the The people who are defending you and gymnastics, this movie, man. The people who are defending this movie sound like you trying to trying to defend Carrie Suggs. <laughs> Carrie Strug. Strugs. No, Strug. Strug. One single, Strug. Single Strug, yeah. But yeah, so that's crazy. So so let's just run down the things we know. So they tried to clone people. They couldn't clone the soul, so that makes them evil. They live underground mm-hmm. in tunnels that look very well maintained. And they do exactly what we do. They do exactly what we do. Down kind to of. Da- Kind of. And even that is tenuous. Because because the layout of the the tunnels world is not the same as the layout of the above ground world, right? And so, are we, when did the cloning take place? Because are we to believe that when people in the real world have sex and have babies, the clone so people that, do too? That's the thing, because that's that's weird. And then not only that, we find out that Lupita is the the different one, right? The bad one. Mm-hmm. So that means that then her children, who are uh, regular the like humans, yeah, are half tethers yes which is why they were drawn to the mirrors now it's it's very it's very bad and then they eat rabbits because because god knows cause, exclusively because god knows why someone is bringing rabbits down there for them to eat okay um they have red jumpsuits for some reason they got a, a deal on amazon <laughs> yeah they were on sale so they all got red jumpsuits and so we're to believe that these tunnels so these tunnels span the entirety of the United States, and no one's ever accidentally ran across the tunnels. It, they're very poorly hidden. Like, one is literally in a fun house that a, a six-year-old can stumble upon the entranceway to. Right. Yeah. And and here's the thing, because there's people screaming at their phone right now saying, like, who cares? It's not about the details. And you know what? The Us movie that stops uh, with 30 minutes to spare is not about those details. Right. The Us movie that they're showing in theaters is very much about those details because if it wasn't, it wouldn't bring those details up. It would just be a a murder-mirror family terrorizing a family, and that would be the end of it. But because they they try to tell us there's lots of tunnels and and cloning and 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 they do what we do even when we're on a roller coaster they sit like idiots and, and so, shake and shake so that that they bring this stuff up so once you introduce that there's so if you want to make this abstract horror movie where there's just monsters right do that but the moment you try to make this a weird science science fiction commentary now you you've raised the bar of believability and you can't be still operating under this like this like abstract horror movie bar it doesn't work you have a lot of questions to answer yeah you you and they raised them i'm not raising the questions they're raising them hey guys want to see how the uh the tether world works (laughs) no no one wants that (laughs) no one wants that no one yeah. has ever wanted that. 
what I thought was weird too is the and and additionally unnecessary. I hate this movie. No, I'm, just, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> what I thought was weird and an additional unnecessary thing was the reveal that Lupita has been the bad one the whole time. Oh, that was that was infuriating. And what was weird about that to me was because in the very opening when they have the little girl, she's Lupita's the the girl, mm-hmm. uh, and she meets her twin or whatever, and then she's like petrified and she like can't speak. And so they return to like her normal life and she's a little girl. Mm-hmm. I immediately went, oh, how do we know that she's the good one? <laughs> right. They show their hand way too much. Right. And then uh, they're driving in the car and listen to I Got Five on it. And Lupita's like, hey, get into it. Snap with me. And she snaps all weird. Immediately, I was like, oh, she's the bad one. Oh, really? I don't even remember that. She, the, uh, I got five on it. She's snapping like oh, this. Oh, like she's never heard the song before? Yeah, or like she's never snapped or never heard music before. Yeah. And then there were several other times throughout that I was like, uh, am I supposed to know that she's the bad one? I think I'm supposed to know that, right? But wait, she could... Wait, young Lupita could talk, though? Uh... Well, because they, after her, the incident with the mirror girl, uh-huh. then she like couldn't talk and they, they show her like with a, a therapist and they're like, oh, let's right. try to get her engaged in like, you know, other activities. Gotcha. Okay. So it, the whole thing about her throat holds up. What's the whole thing about her throat? Well, the reason, the reason she can't talk when she comes back is because we see this at the end of the movie is because when she was in the tussle with the mirror girl, she got choked and was damaged her vocal, her vocal cords. Oh, that's not so in that's, the, that's in the why, final movie. Well, no, yeah, it is because that's why Red, the Red version of uh-huh. herself, had talks like this because she was. Oh, she does. They. Oh, we see that at the end though. Yes, yeah, so that's oh, at the end of the yes, movie. Yes, yes, and. When so when normal Lupita, the little girl, when she switches places in the beginning of the movie yeah. with the other one, she comes back and can't speak, and they think it's because she's like tormented, but it's because the people down there th- down there don't speak, speak English, yeah. which is weird. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> they do everything else we do, <laughs> right down to eating and riding roller coasters. Another question doesn't make sense. Keep yeah. going. Uh, no, so the whole time I was. Uh, like I had figured that out and then I was confused as to why they let me figure that out. And then I figured like, Oh, they're going to flip that and they want me to think that. And then they're going to, and then they didn't. And then it, it was just exactly that. So I have a question. Yes. What happens? So what happens when someone who lives in America decides to move to New Zealand? <laughs> what happens? What happens to their tether? Self? I don't know if you know this, um, but there's a vast network of tunnels <laughs> under the Pacific Ocean and also in New Zealand. So when someone gets on a plane and flies to New Zealand, like, come on, man. Yeah. So, okay, continue. Uh, and then the the only other really odd thing that I that was jarring to me was when the they have the whole reveal of the whole red jumpsuit family and they're all sitting red jumpsuit apparatus family red, red jumpsuit apparatus family uh-huh they're all sitting across from each other mm-hmm. and they're like who are you people where did you come from and lupita goes we're americans we're americans uh-huh. that i was like what how does she have a concept of what america is yeah and also that felt like very heavy-handed <sighs> yes like okay <laughs> like, all right have you seen the the snl um sketch that's it's like a high school drama program. 
No. They're like Oh yeah, they're like a uh, no, they're like a are they like in Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They're like an it's they're not an improv troupe, are they? I don't think they're an improv troupe. But yeah, I've seen but that. Yeah. Where they were like the all black and they liked <laughs> and the weird like, abstract theater. Yeah, and they're like, uh hey, uh, I guess we're just in line for the Holocaust. That's the rules of the Holocaust. What year is it again? Twenty nineteen. And they all like look at the audience. <laughs> And music plays, and then they like change the scene. Yeah, it felt like that was gonna happen. Yeah, we are Americans. Yeah, so I want to get out all the negative stuff I have about this movie, and then I'm gonna praise. I a don't few. know if we have time. And for then, that. We don't. But then I'm gonna praise it to, to so we end on a positive note. Um, I have a simple fix for this movie because I realize the reason. I think the reason ultimately why the third act ends the way it does is because you need some kind of, or at least in Hollywood. Um, there's this compulsion to have this third act set piece, right? Mm-hmm. Where there's like a major, something major, like whether it's an action beat or some major confrontation that happens in the third act. I I think the way that you fix this movie, it can still be cloning. It can still be all this stupid crap, right? But the way you make it make sense is you scale it down. You say, uh, it's not the whole world. <laughs> it's not even the whole United States. It's this one family. Yeah, they were. Yeah, it was this one family. They went in for some kind of, you know, when when Lupita was a, a kid, they went in for some kind of like um, trial thing, mm-hmm. like some like kind of in vitro. Yeah, some kind of trial thing. And but they were secretly unbeknownst to them. They, they were part of a, a test subject for cloning. Yeah. And they cloned her family and it went. It went okay for the first couple of years. Something went wrong. The family broke out. So you spend the whole movie thinking it's like, oh, it's this weird mirror, you know, their 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 reflections lashing out against them. But you find out in the in the the second act, the end of the second act twist, no, they were actually cloned by some facility against their knowledge. And Lupita's going there, like maybe she tracks down the person who cloned them to this facility that's underground or whatever. And she sees maybe they've cloned other people, not the whole world, right. but or you know the entire United. <laughs> This is maybe there's like a couple, you know, maybe there's 10 other families down there. And she's like, maybe her neighbor's family is down there or whatever. Like all these people who participated in this like test thing, you know what I mean? And this doesn't require 20 more minutes of movie. This requires a, a one line of dialogue like. And so she goes down a facility to confront the person who uh, cloned them. And you can still have your third act confrontation where maybe she lets the clone families out and they murder the guy who cloned or whatever happens. It's right. still a third action. It's just like a third beat, a third beat. It's still a third act confrontation. You finale foo foo foo. But it makes a little bit more sense. And you don't have to explain why <laughs> there's. Um, millions and millions of people or how there's millions and millions of people under the ground and why they are mirrored like the way it's just a lot of plot contrivances in this movie like I feel like the only reason the mirror people do exactly what we do and they only do that sometimes like <laughs> which is weird the only right. reason why they introduce that is so they can have a moment with with like the kid well it's like a plot contrivance like oh well they, we need this kid to walk backwards into the fire that was weird because yeah. that doesn't work the rest of the time ever again right it doesn't work at all he backs up and then the the twin backs up into the fire yeah but that that's because he's half tether <laughs> it's, it's it, 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 all, it all makes sense it's he's half a tether person so he has a connection no man get out of here you're bringing uh, your own concrete to fill in the plot holes but yeah like 
because everyone else down there does exactly what everyone else is doing right down to being on a roller coaster. And I'll always go back to that because when I was in the movie, when I was watching this movie, I literally started laughing out loud when she goes down to the clone facility mm-hmm. or the tunnels and you're seeing the people do what other people are doing and like the roller coaster. Like, I thought they were doing a bit. I thought like, oh, this is some kind of like weird, dark comedy now. Like, oh, this is just a big Key and Peele sketch. <laughs> I get it. No, I literally was like, this is hilarious. Like, what? Are we, why is our ominous music playing? Like, this is hilarious. Like, you're watching people do, literally doing what you do in improv to simulate a <laughs> to simulate a roller coaster. All right, so we're going to grab these chairs. We're going to sit them. We're all going to lean left. Here we go. Whoa. I'm like, what am I watching? This is the goofiest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it was kind of goofy. It was goofy. Yeah. And uh, it, so anyway, that's how you fix this movie. You either chop off the last 30 minutes or you make it smaller about one family that got cloned. And then you don't have to try to explain all this nonsense i think cut off cut off the last 30 minutes and then leave the twist in there although hide it better but leave the twist in there. you're like oh she was a mirror person the whole time whoa you could still have that you could still have that even with the ending i just pitched you could still have you know at the end she finds out that like when after the cloning process they accidentally sent the wrong girl home they sent the clone home either way that that doesn't really matter but trying to make this thing like a global thing is just like it's too much yeah it's it's ridiculous so uh because i've read a, a ton of articles about the metaphorical things that you can put on this mm-hmm. yeah uh they all fall apart mm-hmm. as soon as they go to the tunnels yeah because <laughs> i and i think there's a lot of really cool metaphors you can pull out of it yeah but then they all fall apart as soon as they go down to the tunnels and people want to argue that this is a good movie because they've read into it their own um themes and parallels and stuff like that which is fine because that's what good art is supposed to do but there's a f- very f- distinct line between parallels and themes that you know is up to you to bring your to the table and statements that the movie is trying to make. And I think a lot of people are taking their own parallels that they're bringing to the movie and saying, well, this is what the movie is trying to say. And no, it's not. And we've seen Jordan Peele when he tries to, when he makes a movie that's about making a statement that was get out. And that was done well because he knew what he wanted to say. And he said it like this movie is different than that. And this movie is not as strong. It doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. Get out fulfills all of its promises that the movie has made to you from the beginning of the movie and more this movie delivers some of the promises and then and gives then, you way more that you and then gives want. you way more of the stuff that you don't want <laughs> yeah it's like it's like if you went to uh if it's like if you went to mcdonald's right and like get out was like that time i went to mcdonald's we talked about it uh i think last episode oh, yeah when get out is you go to mcdonald's you get exactly what you ordered and they gave you free uh, they gave you sweet and sour sauce without you having to ask for it you like sick us is like you go to mcdonald's and you order a big mac fries and a drink and they give you they give you chicken nuggets okay chicken nuggets are good i mean they're hot out of the grease i mean I this didn't is, order this, is I, yeah i didn't order this but okay and then they're like and to top it off 
We gave you a salad. It's like, whoa, that's definitely not what I want from McDonald's. Wait, is this a filet of fish in here? And here's a 30-minute video about how we made the food you're eating right now. It's like, <laughs> no, no, no. I, re- I definitely don't want that. <laughs> I definitely don't. Here's a 30-minute video of a slaughterhouse that produced your chicken nuggets. It's like, no, I don't want to know that. That's exactly what us is. Yeah, and then and then people are and, and then other people in the drive-through are like, "No, man, you do want that video because now because what McDonald's is doing is they're making a statement about how you can help them be better in their process." And try, no, they just decided they wanted to give me a video of the slaughterhouse, and they did. It's like that. <clears throat> but I don't want to be completely negative on this movie, and it sounds like I hated this movie. I don't hate this movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it watching it. I think this movie does a couple of very important things. Right, one. It makes a horror movie in which black people are the main characters. Yep. And it it normalizes the black black family mm-hmm. and it normalizes the complete black fa- family, yeah. which is something you don't often see in movies. Often you see like <laughs> a single black woman right. raising her son and that's very normal for us to see. Yeah. So like it's very normal like when when <laughs> even for me as a black person like when I hear like when I meet someone and like there's a, it's another black person, especially a young black male, when I meet them it's kind of assumed that the father was not around. Mm. Whereas, like, if there's, like, a if, if you were to tell me, like, yeah, my dad wasn't around, um, my mom raised me by herself, it's kind of, I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's weird. out of the ordinary. You know what I mean? It's out of the ordinary. So this movie makes the complete black family unit um, with two parents, uh, both present and good parents. Not, neither of them is cheating on the other one. Neither of them is a dirtbag. Because sometimes that, you do see that. <laughs> I don't know that I would call the dad a good parent. <laughs> Well, he, that's I, mean, I, know, I know that for the story, he has to be like yeah. dopey and clumsy. Yeah. And but, um, but yeah, but yes. Um, but I, so yeah, it, it normalizes the complete black family unit, which is, is great. Um, also, I think one of the biggest things I think this movie does for me as someone who enjoys like just film the art of filmmaking. I think what one thing this movie does really well, just on a visual level, is it really it really puts on display like the beauty and dynamicness dynamism dynamism i think works yeah or the dynamic quality <laughs> it, it puts on display the beauty and the dynamic quality of black skin uh-huh. and and the way you can light black skin and like you can make black skin look just as beautiful yeah. if not more beautiful than like any other skin tone on camera you don't often see that like yeah. you don't often see usually black people are like you know, they're just kind of shot, just kind of like, oh, it's a black person. Um, but you never really see like the way you see like, um, you know, when you see those images of like, you know, what always comes to mind is like those images of like uh, Albert Einstein on like the time cover time magazine. It's like the black and hair. white and it's like yeah. it's all dynamic and contrasty. Like it's really cool to see like that level of artistry but brought to how black skin is photographed. And there's a lot of that in this movie. Um, and yeah, it's just like a celebration of black skin, which mm. is, uh, something you have to be intentional about, uh, For sure. in, in this, in the context of Hollywood movies. So I think it's cool. And did you hear Jordan Peele's quote about why he doesn't plan on casting a white lead anytime oh, soon? Yeah. He's like, I've seen that movie, yeah. which is, I think much more elegant of a, of a response to that than people will give it credit for. Cause mm-hmm. it sounds like he's being dismissive and funny. And he, he's being funny for sure, but I think that's a very elegant response. It's mm-hmm. like, it's not to say that that, because a lot of people will say that, 
will take that a lot of people who have biases against statements like that uh will take that as him being dismissive but i don't think it's that at all like i think what he's it's actually a very nuanced response because yeah. he's saying look i've seen that movie which implies i watch those movies too like right, it, i yeah. enjoy those movies i'm not anti and, 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 it, and it implies that there's room for those movies yeah but I've seen it. Let's and so stuff. like, let's make stuff that doesn't already exist, you know, yeah. <laughs> which I think is, is, I mean, if you want to, uh, and this is kind of the theme for this movie, if you want to, it to say this, it can, but if you want to, you can extrapolate that out to, to like, I don't know, to even more things like, you know, I've seen that movie. Let's make something else. Let's make, you can, you can expand that out to like just new movies in general. Like, mm-hmm. Like stop with all the remakes. Like let's make something new. Oh man, I've seen that already. Yeah. So yeah, I think Jordan Peele is um is an immensely talented filmmaker. I think he made a very competent movie and a very good movie that stops or you know around the hour and, <laughs> and a half mark. <laughs> and then once you know the third act starts, one of those tunnels. Yeah. Once we get to those tunnels, man, it's yeah. yeah, it's not great. But I recommend people go out and see it because hey, we're still talking about it two weeks later yeah and that's uh that is maybe his intention is like for sure let's well his intention well his intention was for the movie to make 70 million dollars in its opening weekend which it did (laughs) which it did which is i think the budget for it was 20 million dollars so yeah domestically it's made 70 million so he's 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 doing just fine but i mean like mission accomplished (laughs) but i mean like us talking about it for sure yeah, yeah and everyone talking about it and debating it yeah, do you yeah, think it's, now we're having conversations? Do you think it's going to be one of those movies like Get Out was that um, informs the polit not the political but like the public conversation around movies? Like, do you think people will meme this movie the way they did Get Out? Like, do you think it'll have a lasting cultural impression? Um, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I would hope for it too, but I don't know mm-hmm. if it will. What do you think? I don't think so. I don't think this movie has anything it, with the exception of, Oh, here's another thing I want. So this leads me to one thing that I forgot that I really want to praise Lupita Nyong'o in this movie, her performance. Oh yeah. As red is crazy. Yeah. And cr- it's a, it's a credit to her for doing a unique performance with the voice and that. I mean, everything about her performance is very intentional, but also Credit to Jordan Peele and the way that like he he directed her and the way mm-hmm. it was shot because that performance is just on this side of like goofy like because that choice to yeah. be like to oh, to talk like this the entire movie is crazy yeah. like and and in any other movie like I would have started laughing immediately but because she's so obviously going a hundred for it and because it's treated so well by the rest of the movie if that makes sense yeah like you buy it and you don't laugh at it the way you laugh at people doing improv roller coaster in the tunnels <laughs> that there's no saving that there's no saving that but yeah i i think yeah i think if anything that will have a lasting impression on sort of culture is maybe her performance i could see many memes coming from that uh that that sort yeah. of like let's start the meme today like when you eat red lobster biscuits with no water and it's just a picture of Lupita Nyong'o as, as red and people just know that. Yeah. <laughs> make that meme and I'll post it on the weekly regular <laughs> we should account. make it. I don't know how to make memes. You're that guy. So you, all right, well send me, send me a picture. I'll meme it. <laughs> all right. Uh, we should probably, uh, get out of here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So thumbs up or thumbs down for us. Uh, thumbs right in the middle. 
thumbs right in the middle. I'm gonna say thumbs up. It's worth seeing, but stop the movie when she goes down the escalator. Yeah, like <laughs> see it. You see it for you, sure. And you, see it in a theater if you can yeah. with other people. Yeah. Not by yourself like you did, like a weirdo. Whatever. You saw it two months ago in a <laughs> press true. screening. That's true. With a bunch of people who think they're like <laughs> better than everyone else. Yeah. Including <laughs> hmm. you. Hmm. Hmm. Well, what I didn't like about the third act was... I didn't like that they didn't have Earl Grey tea at the theater. <laughs> Sir, what does that have to do Theatre. with the movie? Those are my thoughts. Good day. Sir, we need to actually... Good <laughs> I said good day. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Any shout outs you got? Uh, I got a shout out to Nick. Nick McClellan. Uh, Let's give his last name. He probably wants that out there, right? <laughs> other pe- other guys named Nick are like, oh, so not me? Yeah. And okay. all those other Nicks. Yeah. You guys too. Saint um, Nick. Santa Claus. We, we ran into each other in person, or rather, he saw me, and we in like the wild. We were at a coffee shop, mm-hmm. and like we kind of gave the nod, and I had headphones in, like the black guy nod, but between two white guys. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> right on. And he was like, "Hey, what's up?" And I was like, "Hey," I was like, "I don't know who this guy is." Mm-hmm. Whatever. And then come to find out, he posts on Instagram a picture of me, and he's like, "Oh, I saw him in the wild," and he tagged me in the weekly regular. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Because I kind of had a vague, like, do we know each other? I'm not mm, I'm not totally sure. Mm-hmm. So anyway, what's up, Nick? What's uh, up, Nick? Shout out to Nick. Also, shout out to Danny. I talked to Danny this week, and he said he's a fan of the show. Shout so. out to Danny. You got any shout outs? Are, are we thinking about the same Danny? No. You oh. don't know this Danny. Well, I also he have- He goes to another school. I also have an- another school. <laughs> Oh, you're doing a bit. I was like, what? I'm not in school. Do you ever wake up and feel the anxiety like you're still in school, but then you realize like, no, that was like 10 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. I have that dream all the time. For me, it's funny because for me, it's not even a dream. Like I'll just in that weird foggy state, like when you're just woken up, I'll be like, man, I wonder if I have to go to class today. And I'll be like, wait, that was 10 years ago. (laughs) I'm good. You know, (laughs) I don't know. Our brains are weird. Um, Uh, Your shout outs. uh, I also want to shout out another Danny. Uh, He knows who he is. Uh, sup, Danny? Thanks for uh, listening to the podcast. Maybe it's the same Danny. It might be. It's not the same Danny. It's uh, my Danny's cooler. Oh, it's a Danny Mose. No. Oh, is it uh, Danny Tamborelli? No. You don't know this Danny. Do <laughs> you remember Danny Tamborelli no, from all Danny. that? Oh man, <laughs> you and your, C-list celebrities, your... <laughs> man. TMZ C-list. TMC Bring, bringing it back Jason Lee Dang. Danny Tamborelli Lori Beth Denberg <laughs> John, uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas hey he's not C he's Matthew B-list. Lawrence Joey Lawrence yeah the Lawrence brothers are B-list too N- <laughs> now they're C-list some members of NSYNC <laughs> not Justin Timberlake but Joey Fatone not Justin or Lance but Joey Fatone JC that guy with the crazy hair <laughs> you know what I'm talking about yeah um Anybody else you want to shout out? Uh, let me shout out Charles, Charlie, Greek Charlie, as he's affectionately known. Shout out to Charlie. If I have shout out to Charlie, I have to shout out to Drew. And if I shout out both of them, I got to shout out to Ben. Uh, you go with the shout outs again, getting carried shout away. Shout out to who else were we? Did we? Who was our most recent guests? We did a regular episode last week, huh? Yeah. Okay, and then no, no shout outs to any guests. Oh, shout out to you. What's up? What's up, dude? Shout out to Brandon Shaw. Shout out to Ryan. Uh, is there anybody else who hit us up specifically again? Uh, I guess Nick was probably the only one this time around. Yeah. Shout out to, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. Shout out to, uh, 
you know, that's it. All listeners, shout out to future. shout out to spring, the the season spring. Shout out to that full moon. <laughs> all right, all right. Shout out. Oh, thanks again to uh, Baby Tube for sponsoring this episode. Yeah, I have, it's just weird. Look, we get it. You don't understand it. It's fine. I just, I, as a father, I think it's weird. Yeah, well, you wouldn't understand because you're not cool. Wow. But yeah, thanks for joining us on another episode. We will see you next week. See you next week. Later. Oh, also shout out to Brad, my tattoo artist. He hit me up this week and was like, I love the show. He said he's six episodes in, so he won't hear this for a couple weeks. But shout out to Brad, my tattoo artist. Shout out to Elaine. Elaine, Charles's girlfriend. She hit me up and let me know that she's binging the podcast this week. So she'll he'll, he'll probably hear this in a couple hours, maybe. Shout out to Elaine. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I got.